What's up guys, how's it going? Um, welcome back to Thoughts of an Entrepreneur. I'm sitting with Kuda right now. We want to talk about how people see and perceive social media. Is it good, is it bad? Uh, you know what? The way I see it, to be honest with you, I, I live on social media. Uh, not afraid to admit it. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's really about understanding who you are. And also it's, it's, it's really about, it's about how you use it. You know, I feel like people need to, I think we all need to just accept and realize that it's not, we're not being forced into anything. Yeah. You don't have to use it. You, you can determine how long you use it. Um, you can determine what you post or what you consume, right? 100%. Yeah, you know, it's balls in our court. Exactly. I mean, I, a lot of people kind of tend to look to, so as they do in, throughout history, where they look to something to blame. Yeah. Social media is the biggest thing at the moment, so they kind of go, oh, it's social media's problem that the violence rate is so high, that fake news is so high, that Democrats or Republicans are winning, or whatever you want to say. It's such an easy thing to be like, social media is the cause, yeah. or the root of all evil. The reality is that, depending on how you use it, perceived, I mean, anything too in too much volume is bad. Absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. you eat too much food, you're going to get fat. If you eat, you know, if you consume too much social media, you kind of get disconnected from the world and that can happen um, very true and I, but I think that demonizing social media as a whole can be very destructive to um, to a person and I think that it could be very destructive because when you look at it and parents and, and people in general yeah. in the media and wherever they are demonizing it and they're saying like oh social media addiction is a serious problem nowadays and blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. and it kind of makes someone like me who I am on my phone all the time. Yeah, I'm on social media all the time. Granted, I'm a social uh, digital ma- uh, media marketer. Yeah, um, and you're just to, for clarification, you're a copywriter exactly. in the digital yeah. space. Um, so we're both very kind of involved in yeah. our phone. But it's part the, of our bread and butter. So exactly. Actually, yeah. You also model on an influencer, so yeah. that also plays a part in in how I'll, I'll use influencer lightly. <laughs> I think we all would use influencer <laughs> yeah. likely. I'm still trying um, to influence my parents, so that's, that's, <laughs> that's as good as I get. Right? Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think that like we kind of it makes us. I mean, we're yeah. we're both. I mean, I'm 28. You you are 30 years yeah. old. We kind of now should be at the stage where we kind of like I don't give a fuck what you think. I will do what I want to do, and yeah. I don't feel that my social media use is bad. But somebody that is 23 that is kind of just finding their way in the world and, and everybody's saying how social media is bad but they are on social media so much looking at yeah. memes looking at vines or uh, tiktoks or whatever you want to call it now yeah. um, they will have a complex about it and they'll feel bad about it yeah. and i don't think that's healthy i mean to give you some perspective um i've been an entrepreneur my entire life but Six years ago. It's stressful. It's very stressful. I've had one corporate job in my entire life. One. I've I've done bartending and and different things like that. And that's very different. But I think I've had one corporate job in my entire life. And funny enough, today marks the six-year anniversary of me becoming a full-time entrepreneur and and full-on going into this. Today. It was Seriously? Yeah, I saw a Facebook notification and I was just completely blown away because I remember the emotions of essentially getting forced out of my job and yeah. me thinking that it was literally the worst thing in the world yeah. and then going to my mentor Peter Sage shout out Peter Sage yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's amazing um, 
he kind of invited me to a seminar, went up to Joburg, complete uncertainty to another level, came back with a business plan opportunity and everything else. But funny enough, and that, that business was uh, e-cigarettes. Okay. Uh, Space to smoke, fun fact. That's oh, okay. Fun fact, but. Um, funny enough, my, the biggest thing that we had was e-cigarettes. Uh, yeah. And you'll never believe how I found it, it was disposable e-cigarettes, okay. just to clarify. Um, how I came to that was I love, used to love smoking hubbly bubbly, e-hooker, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, I used to smoke it a lot and the biggest thing was that when I would go to a club it would kind of make me want to have a cigarette. Oh, and yeah. I hated that because I hated smoking and I always had a rule, never buy a pack of cigarettes and I never did to this day. Don't. Not like that. No, it's awful. <laughs> awful. Um, but essentially my, my point is that I was always looking for an alternative and somehow through following hashtags, funny as hell, uh, I landed on an American e-hooker company um, that was selling flavored e-cigarettes without nicotine in it. And I found them and I was yeah. like, this is genius. This was before vaping was a thing. Yeah. Like, it was before anything, anybody would do it. I mean, you, I literally remember saying e-cigarettes to someone and they were like, oh, can you take it underwater? And I'm like, what? Say what now? <laughs> in, in, yes, your phone's electric, you can take that. What? No. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I literally yeah. found it online, I booked, ordered something from the States and kind of went down this rabbit hole of kind of figuring out how to do this and the way I need to go and how I need to do it to sell it. Yeah. And essentially got pushed out of my job, went to Joburg and built this entire business plan, got funding and a business partner from this event. but. The, the root cause of it was social media. Spending a lot it's of time. It's crazy, right? Yeah, spending a lot of time on social media yeah. found me a business. It found me an opportunity. It's, I saw an opportunity in it, and that's where I went. And it's a very long tangent later, my point is that I, I don't think social media is bad. I think that social media can be an amazing tool if you are open to it. I, I think that it can be something. I, I was just about to say that, that I was actually gonna ask you, so do you, not, do, you, do, you, do you feel that maybe it was because, I mean, it's, it's one thing to be exposed to something, but it's another thing to actually be open to it, Yeah. right? If you hadn't been but open to, that's to, to all those things, that, you that's completely exactly missed it, right? Completely, and yeah. I think that, that if I had been off the notion of going like, oh, I feel so bad about being on social media, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm addicted, or am I addicted or not, I would have never been open to it. And I would never been had that opportunity to do it. And, and like a small segue into that yeah. is people demonize TV and movies. Yeah. Uh, and people always refer to books and to like, you know, oh, you should read a book and that's how you grow your vocabulary and that's how you learn and that's how blah, 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 blah. Remember, I'm a copywriter? <laughs> Fair enough, you're a copywriter, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. remember, I'm dyslexic. Yeah, okay, touche. So Touché. like, yeah. from my perspective, reading, made me fear yeah I, I feared reading because it reminded me of times being embarrassed in front of a class and it still does reminds yeah. me of times being embarrassed reading in front of a class and not being able to stuttering words and that was that know. was me too I, I had flashbacks of public <laughs> speaking I was awful I love public speaking if I'm not reading it so this is a this is a big thing um, hey, hey, yeah it's crazy and and kind of that's the thing and I learned my and I, I would say and I've been told a couple of hundred times from people that I have a very good vocabulary. I speak well, I, ha I use, I have a good library of words that I, that I touch on, I know when to use certain words and when not, etc. And like, what I mean is in different situations you have yeah. different meaning. And 
I got that from watching TV and, and movies, social cues. I got that from movies. Right, and, and there are different ways to learn too, right? Completely, and I think that I think that demonizing something makes somebody feel bad for it and doesn't give them an opportunity to, to learn. I get that the world wants to complain and social media is the thing that they complain about. True, and you need to point a finger somewhere, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. and, I, and like, um, I saw a thing the other day, uh, it, was a, it was a comparison of uh, people standing at a bus stop in the 1920s. Yeah. Literally, they were all reading newspapers. All of them reading, well, they were all reading newspapers. And they were like, and basically the caption was very, like, it was perfect. Yeah. They said, stop blaming, nothing was different back then. Stop blaming people being on their phone. Yes, yeah, so everyone it's, 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 it's a change of media. That's it's, it. it. It's still the same. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, what do you think? What do you think? People are going to, like, get up and go and chat to someone just because they're at the same bus stop. That's not how the world works. Yeah. No, not everybody wants to be extroverted that way. Not everybody wants to walk up to somebody and I would be a little bit freaked out if somebody had to come up to me and be like, hi, <laughs> how are you doing? At a bus stop, I'm like, oh my God, get away from yeah. me in my personal space. Sure, you're having a bad day, maybe just actually want to just... Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being on your phone all the time. There's yeah. nothing wrong with being... I, I Honestly, I, that's the way I feel about it. Interesting. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to say... Okay, I'm going to... Plate tables, go for it. As as as, as it were, there is a lot of disturbing stuff on social media. Completely right. Uh, and and I think demonizing, demonizing it, it comes from obviously also lack of understanding, Completely. right? So how how would you bridge that gap? How would you what would you tell someone who doesn't believe that any good can come out of social media? I, I. <laughs> It's it's kind of like it's the it's the big it's the big thing, right? Yeah. Whenever you have something massive, <clears throat> yeah, there's always going to be outliers. Yeah. So Uber, for example, it was a platform. It's yeah. not it's not a taxi service. It's a platform. Yeah. To allow taxis and people that want to share their ride onto it. Yeah. So, you know, the the news loves to go Uber driver rapes girl, and that's awful. Absolutely yeah. awful, and that, like it's, it's such a horrible thing that happened. Absolutely, yeah. Unfortunately, Uber has 10, 20, 30 million drivers. Yeah. Not all of them are bad. I mean, you're going to get some bad apples that come through, and you, there's no way to to curve that. Unfortunately, like it's it's they are always going to have their name associated with it, and the same thing with social media. So now there's you know a billion people on Facebook yeah. right now. Uh, 700 million on, on Instagram um, and I can't get more than 10 likes <laughs> I've seen your account you get way more than 10 likes <laughs> those are personal comments <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, it's all your mom makes different accounts I don't know like I think that I think that there's so many people on social media yeah I mean how many people how many psychopaths are on there, on there in the world? Absolutely, I mean, people get catfished, right? Yeah. And social media, I mean, yeah. Social media is just one big catfish. And you yeah. can, you can absolutely do it. But at the same time, some somebody can walk in, the same person that's gullible enough to believe that Donald Trump smoked weed with Kim Jong-un yeah. um, on a headline, the same person that's like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. he did that. It's the same person that's going to go, oh my word, I just got an email from, um, 
from a pr- prince in Nigeria true, saying that he's got million true. for me. True. Or, like, or nice and sign up as an ambassador if you etc etc. Exactly, exactly. Like I think it's the same I people do. that will have the same reaction. I think it just okay. spreads quicker. Okay. Um, so, so do you think that maybe then part of solving the problem because obviously there's been that that sound is like a almost like a gap in knowledge, right? If you sort of educate people more about social media. I think and that removes some of the fear and, and angst and sort of anxiety about it. I think it's just a natural evolution. Yeah. I think that it's a natural evolution where people will just have to learn. Uh, just yeah. like with emails where Nigerian princes, you know, people yeah. were talking about it and making jokes and eventually your grandmother catches on that there's not actually a prince in Nigeria. And maybe that it's best of... not to reply to this email. Exactly, yeah. but you're going to have people that fall for it and you're going to have things. So the, the, the whole... Uh, trend or the whole uh, movement of fake news yeah it's inevitable it's going to happen um, yeah. and unfortunately it's going to have an impact on the world but the reality is that the more we move past it the more yeah. people will check links and yeah. not just read headlines and kind of go oh uh, you know uh, flat earthers anonymous yeah. posted this thing maybe I should not yeah. Actually listen I, to this. I headline. actually say it. It's actually pretty cool because I've noticed that I've I don't know what platform I was using where I think you can actually re- report certain posts or yeah. things. Facebook allows you to do that now. And then also it's just like I mean also just generally speaking, people I mean the community of social media users regulates itself, right? Yeah. Like if someone is, is speaking utter nonsense, you'll probably get keyboard warriors commenting 100% so I mean I I know personally I'm on a few kind of like second-hand Facebook groups yeah and people post those scammy kind of like make money from home and And literally all the comments fake 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 and then you get the one person going ha sign me up yes my email address (laughs) you're just like oh god you know what I mean like you're going to have that and I think the more that people get robust about learning about this that scale of how much can you get away with with a headline it's it's, it's going to get lots smaller okay I I think that it's just it has to be the natural progression of things yeah it has to be you can't you can't like we can't police it we can't be like Facebook is bad because there are fake stories on there well you know like how many news news reporters in the past, in the yeah. early days, went with a one source? Somebody phoned them up and going, anonymous source. Yeah, there's that there's that photo actually. There's that photo of um, Prince William, and from one angle it looks like he's flipping someone off, like middle finger up, right? And from the other angle, you realize he's not actually doing. That. I think he's like waving or something. And yes. it's, it's purely a choice of angle, and Completely. you know, and and you can't you can't like uh, condemn every photographer because they took at a wrong angle and I think that that's, this is just the progression of things you'll find in five years five <coughs> to ten years that fake news will be a lesser thing and yep. you'll find that people generally tend to they'll move on and they'll say that, that the next big thing is this yeah true. Um, I think that the more people start going hang on if uh, if Donald Trump did smoke weed with Kim Jong-un I think that uh, Trevor Noah would be covering it. I think that Fox News would be covering it. 
yeah. and kind of going to more repute, not that Fox News is a reputable source <laughs> in any way. I, yeah, I was, it was, uh, it, it crossed my mind. I was like, we're going to have another discussion. Uh, after this. Yeah, no, 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 they're not at all. But my point is that like, you know, a bigger news source will be yeah. the one that will come out and say like, listen, this is not actually true. Or in, in sorry, correction, they'll actually, they'll confirm it. Yeah. And I think that in the wave of journalists, it very much inverted commas where you have yeah. people going like, you know, I, I'm a journalist and this is therefore da 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 da. Yeah. You're going to have people bullshitting. Yeah. You're going to have people kind of talking shit. And anybody with a keyboard now thinks that they're a journalist. Everybody with a, you know, thing. And that will change when yeah. people start going, listen, motherfucker. You're not a journalist. <laughs> you, you, you do not have a say just because yeah. you think that that they went into a room and, and there was a crack yeah. pipe in that room. It doesn't mean that it actually happened. Look, I went from weed.